Hello, and welcome to Feats and Fables, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us, come join us on Monday nights on twitch.tv at Feats and Fables from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Our entire backlog is on our YouTube channel. You can catch up with us on the go. I'm Paige Lightman, the DM, and I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond. Aglarond is a peaceful pastoral nation of half-elves. Our heroes of Aglarond are part of the Foresters, an elite unit of scouts and rangers and their hangers-on, charged with defending Aglarond's borders, particularly against undead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I just decided how much I want to say next. <laughs> the heroes are racing towards the singing sands uh, to recover an artifact that the evil red wizards of Thay want to warp, warp to their own ends. Previously, on Feats and Fables, our heroes were just about to exit from a cavernous shortcut to the area of the Singing Sands when they had encountered a strange crystalline entity. So let's meet our heroes. First... Why? That took a really long time. I don't even understand what happened there. Okay. <laughs> First... Nobody's going to cut me off? All right. I first, mean, if I if you want me to, no, that's cool. I can make I can do this without it. Uh, first, we have Victor Toussaint and human eldritch knight fighter played by Ron Frankie. I'm also partially a strange crystalline entity. It's true. Then we have Wildfire, a fire genasi evoker wizard played by Joe Streaky. Hello. We have Ross, a lizard folk Drake Warden Ranger and Barbarian, played by Coda of Codab Games. Hello, everyone. Much like uh, his reptilian character, Coda is completely unable to deal with the cold here in Georgia. Yeah, it's no, not that too cold. cold. Too cold. It's not that cold. Last week was a living hell, okay? <laughs> If Coda had lived in Texas, we would be advertising for a replacement now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I would have, I would have, it would have been expired. Mm. Uh, then we have Malagar, a Drow Twilight cleric, played by Doctor Andrew Huang. Well, lucky that this crystalline entity is not one that looks like a giant snowflake with warp speed, travel capability, and you know the ability to destroy everything in its path while being studied by Dr. Kilamar. Malagar, Very lucky. you're crossing the stream. <laughs> Are you fucking high again? Then we have Belwyn, a dwarven paladin princess played by Ben Heisler. Wait, wait, I'm excited about the end of these caves. I'm here to And thus it begins. Omit the puns. The minerals were great. Minerals. All right, so uh, let's see. You were in the caves, 
and you had come upon a cave with uh, many lovely crystalline formations in it. Mm. And as uh, Victor had neared some of them and put his face down to look at it, uh, some eyes had opened in the crystalline structure. Of course, they looked like eyes made of crystal. They're not like meat eyes. <laughs> Why? Why did you have to add that detail? Well, I didn't want to be now I can't think of anything but meat-based eyes in Crystal. Thank Can you. Please stop talking about meat eyes. <laughs> wait, wait, are these going to be eyes like you're in my eyes? Are going to be eyes literally made of meat? Like, <laughs> like just globules of steak? I was about to say like like a, a, a big old circular steak like you grow in a lab. Let me write that down. That sounds really gross. Uh, I mean, Fuck, I've done it now. One is lamb, one is beef, it's beautiful. <laughs> so I was thinking one might be like pork, and that way you tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Chicken shawarma. Chicken shawarma. One is like one is one is pale, it's chicken, you know? Yeah. There, there's a word for that when one eye is one color and the other is another. Heteromedacity. <laughs> Very nice. That was a made up word. <laughs> No, no, totally science. Okay. The doctor says, Andrew knows. Two out of two PhDs agree. Is that how that works? The scientific consensus peer reviewed states that. that (laughs) Well, Victor will turn to the non. That concludes our podcast for the. He suddenly feels self-conscious as he's looking at them with his disgusting meat eyes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, hello? Well, we come in peace. Uh, a, a gap opens under the eye-like structures and uh, a grinding, rumbling series of sounds comes out of it. Uh, the face kind of goes. The face makes a face, uh, and with Victor's uh, passive insight, you find it a little hard to read. All right. Looks like they're off to a rocky start. Then. Uh, oh my god! Just take, take the inspiration point. Just take it. Uh-huh. Just take it. Uh, sorry to bother you. Um, this might be a weird question, but would you happen to be a Gala Moore? So the last couple of words seems to get the entity's attention. And it once again opens its mouth and makes a bunch of grinding and crunching noises at you. Um, I don't speak um, primordial. Would it be speaking primordial? Because... It is. It is speaking primordial with a Terran accent. Uh, what what is it saying in primordial? Uh, it's saying, "What are you doing here, little one?" So Russ will will come up to to Victor and say, "It wants to know what you are doing here." I will. I will look. Turn back to the to the entity and say, him specifically, or all of us. 
the the face seems to kind of narrow and look around. Oh, I guess. Oh, there's others here too. Oh, I didn't even notice you at first. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, I have no no problem or interest really in beasts. You may, of course, go and do whatever you feel is necessary. I I was mostly pointing to him and a little uh, ripple in the, the crystalline wall points several crystals towards Victor. I'll turn back to Victor. Yes, it definitely wants to know specifically about you. The rest of us, it is apologetic for not noticing. Burn. Well, um, wow. Tell him that uh, I got these crystals um, basically attached or melded to my body by an unknown person to heal me. And I wasn't, I'm not, not, not like naturally this way. But should I tell it why we are here? It doesn't sound like it really cares. I mean, you can if you want. It, it did specifically ask why you are here. But why Victor's here, not why we are here as a group. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, the reason I'm talking to it is because I want to know about the crystals in my face. I mean, you can also tell it we're going to save the gnolls if you want. So I'll turn back to the to the Brock entity and say in, in a draconic tinted primordial, he, he wants, uh, no, no, hold on. We are passing through these caves on our way to these seeding sands. But this one also wants to know that his implants were given to him by a passing wizard. He believes it has something to do with one of your kind. Okay. Um, Coda, uh, Ross is actually a pretty astute scholar of, of uh, underwear. Oh. Yes. True Under Yes. I was going to say human nature, but I need that same term, but for things that aren't human. In human nature. In human nature. I like it. I like it. You're a pretty astute scholar of various entities and what, what they mean by inflection and the shape of their faces. And uh, you can tell this thing is super confused. Uh, yes, Sands. They're far from here. They shift and tumble in the sun. No, I... The little one seems lost. Where are its parents? I'll turn to Victor and say, it thinks that you are lost. It would like to know where your parents are. Uh, tell him I am lost and that I don't know, you know, what this really means having these crystals in my body and that if by parents he means the person that made me this way, I don't, I don't know anything about them, including where they are. So you want me to tell it that you do not know where your creator is? Yes. I'll turn back to the crystals and faithfully translate. He says that he is lost 
and does not know where his creators are. Oh, well, he is very, very young and very small. Is that a problem? No, I'm merely concerned for this pebble. Tell it to come closer, please. I'll turn to Victor. It wants you to come closer, Pebble. <laughs> so is this like an alien thing? Is he's been his face has been aliened? Is what we're learning here? <laughs> so, how close do you think he has to get before the big rock realizes that he's you know a bit weird? He's a fruity pebble. Uh... <laughs> and this right here, ladies and gentlemen, and thingies and gentlethems, is why I married that guy. <laughs> uh... See, Ben, you can never tell if he's actually know this because he's so stony faced. <laughs> All right, fine. Everybody gets an inspiration point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I pass stop. it to someone else. <laughs> yeah, don't stop, but everybody has <laughs> All right. I will approach the creature that okay. you're going to assume is a Galamore at this point. You're free to make whatever assumptions In you all fairness, it never actually confirmed that. Yeah, he's so, just assuming, as he said. So okay. I, uh, crystals start growing very rapidly towards you. Ooh. I will... Be stoic. Okay. Uh, they grow out towards your head and touch your face and kind of grow into where your the side of Victor's ruined face is more or less just crystals. Uh, and when it does, you feel uh, an electric feeling move through your body that is hard to describe. It's clearly magical. There is a ripple in your skin and along every bony surface, uh, pale green and rose and orange crystals bloom from your skin. When you say from every bony surface, you mean like... Like, you know, the edges of your fingers, like along your uh, along the your forearms. You can feel them against your armor, along your spine, over your ribs. All right. I will... Uh... Well, man, it's going to be all over your feet, too. Yeah. As soon as that starts happening, I'm going to say, like, what did you do to him? You'll scream in terror? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, does it make him look better? Not sure how stoic I can be. This is pretty... It's pretty sparkly. Is it an upgrade? Question. Is the first question. Yes. I mean, it's sparkly. How has his charisma score changed? Right. <laughs> Should I start calling him the thing? Is that the, is that the appropriate at this point? No, no. I mean, I, there's there's still a lot of fleshy parts. Oh, okay. Uh, I was really just, hoping we'd be adventuring with Corpse. Also, also, Joe, we're going. With He's off, ghost. We're going with Victor's official new nickname, Pebble. Mm, that's true. That's true. Nice. Uh, it doesn't actually hurt, but it feels very electrical and weird. Ooh. So it's not like your skin broke when these uh, crystal growths came out. It's like it parted around it, and now it's just growing through it like a tooth breaking through gums. 
Gross. Uh, you had to make it gross. Eruption is gross. Gums are pretty gross. That's why we evolved to have skin over our mouths. Oh my god. <laughs> Dear <laughs> audience, uh, is, the, is the mental image of crystals breaking through skin gross or not? Please vote by saying yes or no in the chat. So, so gross. I'll try and just like focus on like my right arm. I'll like move it around some of my hands. Like, will this stop me from holding things normally? And even like, does it limit the articulation of my joints? It doesn't seem to limit the articulation of your joints, but it definitely like where you normally have like soft, grippy, touchy surfaces on the inside of your hands that are appropriate for holding things because that's what we evolved to do. Uh, it's now hard crystalline substances, and it's the grip is definitely different. Um, so, um, why don't you ask him what the hell he's doing to me, please? I, I've already asked that. I vomit? <laughs> you may do as you feel appropriate. I mean, like, clearly this is a body horror scene happening right now, so... No, it's beautiful! It's not mm, body horror, no. it's mm, But is it, though? You have to take back mentioning gums if you want it not to be body horror. <laughs> okay, I take back the gums. It's like okay. finger, it's fingernails. How, are fingernails Ooh. gross? Kind of? You have kinda. a hard, keratinous surface growing I feel like up. if you stare at your fingernails for too long, you can just freak yourself out. Be like, oh god, it's growing out of my body! I think I mean, we can all agree that what Victor had implanted in his face was an egg, and this is just the the miracle of childbirth. Oh. That's not weird at all. Any sort of, um... Like, do the crystals want to move of their own volition at all? Do I feel... I no. don't know. Okay. Uh, Maligar is uh, almost kind of pleasant. Have you ever just like woken up and you were hungry and you ate a big breakfast and then you went outside and you're like, I'm ready to go on a run or do something moderately physical because I feel great this morning. Yeah. It's kind of like that. All right. So I feel pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel all crystal light. But again, I <laughs> what are you doing to him? Hmm? It, it makes a curious noise at you. It doesn't seem to understand the, the question. What it was that? Oh, I'm just checking his growth. He is very small. And he's gotten bigger since you started. Yes, I am checking his growth. He seems to be growing well. I, uh, it, it says you're growing well. No, sorry. It says, Victor, that you are growing well. Huh, uh, so all that is attached to the stones in your mouth, huh? Let's not cut you open, or maybe let's do cut you open. Mm. Malagar will lean in really, like, really, really close. In fact, he, he fetches a, a jeweler's loop out of his pocket and uh, examines these eruptions. Um, at some point, Malagar was an, an itinerant street dentist. <laughs> <laughs> what? An itinerant street uh, dentist. Surprise. 
totally Listen, after he couldn't be a thief, he had all these, like, dental tools, right? So... Wait, what? Sleight of hand. He could go and either pick locks with them or clean people's teeth. I mean, right? clearly. Relieve various mm-hmm. dental maladies. So... He's gonna lean real close and examine these uh, eruptions, and and like, do they look like they they would harm him? Make me a do these eruptions harm him check. That's kind of like medicine, I think. Medicine, yes. I'm. See, it's very fitting. I have actually have a very high medicine, but I'm not at all trained in it. Okay. <laughs> You do have a point of inspiration if you feel like you would like advantage on this. One. I'm going to do that too. It it also, seems very fitting for me to. Uh... I'm just going to go out a limb here and say yes, yes, they do look like they will hurt. See aforementioned body horror. <laughs> you know, I I have certain proclivities as a DM, and I think it's actually kind of funny that I can. Whoa, yeah. Nice. When I, don't even need to. I have a, a, a natural twenty and a natural one on this. <laughs> same this is a great sign for this session. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The last time somebody pulled that in one of our games, you summoned up a uh, the devil turd. <laughs> that sounds about right. But now the dental version. <laughs> worse. Decidedly worse. The dental devil. Your honor. <laughs> I'm writing that. Because <laughs> that's gonna be horrifying. I Better the dental that. devil you do know than the dental devil you mm, don't. Yeah. So I, tell you. my natural pl- proclivity is to run um, is to run horror games and uh, wait, horror games are horrible. Oh. 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 There's been a murder. Not really. No, not really. Uh, yeah, so my, my natural proclivity is horror games, and we didn't want to do a horror game. We wanted to do something a little more dope, right? And um, yet here we are. Yeah, and here we are, Victor. Crystal sprouting out of his flesh. <laughs> He'll never be the same. Never. I, I, you don't know that. <laughs> well, let's right. find out. So, Malagar. Yes. Uh, with your uh, impressive grasp of dental <laughs> Street dentistry. I learned my dentistry in the street. <laughs> Dentist in the streets and what? Podiatrist in the street? I don't know. I mean, Malagar probably has a thing for feet. So, yeah, you're probably not wrong. Uh, it is clear to you that um, the crystals are slowly replacing his bone, much like you have a uh, calcium ion in your or calcium adipite molecule in your bones uh, that is replaced by a much stronger fluoride molecule or element when you uh, brush your teeth. You believe that uh, his bones are slowly being replaced by various types of crystal. Hmm. Um, that is, by any measure, stronger, more resilient, tougher than bone. Um, you, you say slowly, but did like my entire body just sprout these things? Yes. So it looks like the uh, the sprouting is just in result 
of the contact with the elder elemental. And uh, you think if you removed him from the influence of the elder elemental, probably everything would grow back to the way it was. But now I got oh sorry, but, go ahead. But he's going to fossilize eventually. Malaga will go. This is fascinating. Your your bones are being replaced by crystals slowly. Some sort of substitution process. You could eventually just turn into one giant crystal, well, creature, sort of. Like that thing. Probably not quite like that thing, but very close to it. I mean, you'd be powerful beyond your, your wildest imaginations. These things look quite strong. Um, all right. You'd probably have a hard time finding a good pair of pants. Uh, well, hopefully it'll just take a, a while. Maybe I'll get um, some control over it in the meantime. It's I'll try lovely. and interact with it um, in a way like uh, when I'm able to use some of my powers by, you know, looking through my teeth, so to speak, sure. uh, I'll attempt to do that type of thing um, in my new body and see if anything has changed. Oh, oh, and, and you might poop gold or silver as well. That's, I feel like that's a possibility. Well, you're fucking burying the lead over there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You could retire and just defecate for a living. <laughs> I could do a lot of good with golden poop. Yes, you uh, could. Make an eye look through my teeth roll? That kind of sounds like Arcana to me. Alright. Yeah. I, I will I, use my inspiration. I was about to remind you of said thing. Alright, I'll take what Andrew got. Ah, close. Pretty close. close. Yeah. Uh, so what exactly are you trying to do? You're trying to perceive through it? I mean, I wanted, I'm trying to just sound out these changes and see if I can feel it, you know, any different, okay. you know, kind of from uh, a magical point of view or from an effect on my body point of view, like. Sure. So uh, you uh, assess the thread of the weave in and around you and you can see it hums at a much higher frequency around the crystalline areas of your body uh, that you you feel like it would empower your magic significantly. Also, as you flex your arcane might, you realize that you have some control over the position and deposition of this crystal. And as you look at it, um, you know, perhaps you're not wearing gloves at the moment. I'm sure you have armored gloves to go with your armor. But even if you're not wearing armored gloves, as you sit there and look at your hand for a moment, you start growing basically armor plates on the back of each finger joint and on the back of your hand that are perfectly flexible and far easier to, on your hand than armor, but that look significantly tough. Interesting. Can I... So I'm able to shape the crystals into kind of a practical shape. Am I able to also um, make them like retreat into my bones? Yeah, as you start thinking about them retreating, they slowly start to fade. And as, as they do, you can feel the, the creature that you're entwined with uh, kind of like try to stop you a little bit for a moment and then let you go. 
Um, as you are are kind of looking through these crystals as well, you uh, become aware of a great humming electrical network of crystalline um, points that slumbers beneath the soil uh, everywhere in your area with a particular hard knot of various uh, crystalline entities far to your south. Malaga will, will notice this expression come over uh, Victor's face and he'll, he'll put a hand on the shoulder. Are you all right? You, you look a little, little off. Um, I found when I concentrate real hard, I can apparently sense other Gala more. Oh, on the country-wide scale, at least, it's a little terrifying. I yeah, have heard something about people using uh, crystals to communicate with each other over long, long distances. Wait, are you just fucking talking about sending stones? No. What sort of sorcery is that? No, no, something involving magnets and electricity and crystals. Mm. Um, Ross, uh, if you could thank him for, um, I guess, helping me be healthier, uh, but also ask him if he has, you know, what am I trying to get? A, a, humanoid entity basically did this to me who used to be i guess a humanoid entity and now i'm sort of a, a little bit extra like does he ask if he knows like who that could be or anything so is 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 the caleb Moore done groping victor oh no it's still all tangled up around victor. oh victor you're a lot extra <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, it is still tangled up around Victor, unless Victor has tried to remove himself. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay, so I will turn to it and say, um, You do know that the thing that you are touching was once a human, right? Oh, it tasted a little bit like Elf. Humans are so short-lived, though. Is it things. the human that you are assessing at the moment? Well, is both, I think. We were all like that at one point. Mm. Uh, so, like... Ross's eyes kind of go wide, and uh, he's going to turn back to Victor and say, I, I think Malagar was right. According to him, it's her. I don't... What is your pronoun? I'll ask the entity again. It makes a, a rumbling sound in Terran. Uh, indicating a particular type of pronoun that is not at all related to either sex, gender, or presentation of, of any sort. According to... That. I had something for this. No, it's, it's got to be more complicated than that. Z. 
according to they all, started as something not Galen Moore and became what we see. I think Malagar may be right about your fate. Although the golden poop may be a bit of an exaggeration. Gold is technically metal, not stone, so... Eh. Though what are many stones but metal salts? Eh. So the person that came by saved me in the same way as, like, if a vampire came and saved me, like, made me a vampire, I'd be healthy again, I'd just be a vampire. So they made me healthy again, but I'm also just a baby Galen Moore. Yeah, I think they they shoved a they shoved a baby Galamore in your head. All right. No, wait. If it turns out that you can like drink rocks, doesn't that just make you another kind of vampire? <laughs> Do I feel go. like I could infect any of my companions? I'd be a lot more comfortable. I, step, least, I think a large step away from Victor. I see that look in his eyes. Like, uh, are you saying this out loud, or are you thinking this in your head? I see the look in his eyes. He a looks little, up and down. I, I do love that the Caleb Moore side of his face suddenly, like, grows fangs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so you think about um, you, you think about that and perhaps focus that through your, your sounds as well. And you think it would take a lot more power and uh, bonding with that element of yourself to have anything like that capability. So you also get the impression that if you if you decided to push this away, you could probably shut it down forever if you made a concerted effort. I'm, and by that, I'm talking like a six month stint of meditation and uh, arcane rituals to completely burn this out of your system. All right. Um, I mean, Victor likes the power he got from the stones. He doesn't want to go back. Well, Do right, think about his face if all the rock parts went away. Like, No, I mean, the rock parts wouldn't go away. They would just become inert. And then I could... Um, so I, your face wouldn't fall off, but you wouldn't have the same power you did. Hmm. And but then you I could have that strength, though. No, I think probably if I got rid of it, like everything would go. Oh. And then I'd just be back to normal, Victor. Would it? Would it be so good as to remineralize your skeleton with, you know, base <laughs> calcium, or just kind of leave you all together, which could be unpleasant <laughs> for you? That's a good question, uh, but you need bones. You know, it's it's just one of those things that I learned on yeah. the street. You, you think <laughs> you, if you undertook enough uh, uh, willpower to undergo the time period it would take to fully sever this link, that the stones would just become inert. You would still have all your bones. And everything. All right. Well, I don't want to go down that path right now. Um, but even like hormone replacement therapy, in essence, that's fine. <laughs> but with minerals. But with so, minerals. What I, this? I did not have a chance to ask about your mysterious stranger yet. 
Well, please do. So back to the, the Caleb Moore, do you know of a human or humanoid entity that would be capable of creating a thing like Victor? <laughs> You've downgraded this humanity so quickly. I think infecting might be the right word, but sure. Uh, the Caleb Moore thinks for a minute and says, there are rumors that some of the very, very oldest among us might be able to go back to their small, soft forms. Perhaps that. Caleb Moore are very rarely made new. Have such a pebble among us will will bring joy to the whole community. There hasn't been a new one in a long time. Will you spread word of Victor's presence to the other Caleb Moore? They would be delighted to know. It looks confused as to why would that even be a question. I will turn back to Victor and say, good news. <laughs> it would appear that at least in their custom that the oldest of the Galen Moor can once more take the form of humans. So it believes that perhaps one of its elders has implanted in you with its young seed. 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 Wait. Seed is the right word. But also, also, you are, I, I, if I'm understanding it correctly one of the only, if not one of the few, to have been born in a long time. It wants to celebrate your existence with the other Caleb Moore. Well, ever since it touched me, I can feel other Caleb Moore out there. So... They can probably feel me too, and probably, you know, a lot better since they're more used to this. And uh, so I I guess they'll probably just be able to watch everything I do from now on, which is a little weird. I'll have mm. to be my best person, I guess. <laughs> you will be treasured among that kind. And then think about it. In like 10,000 years, you'll be able to walk around like yourself again. Seems like a fair trade. Yeah. Maybe I'll be able to sense the person that made me this way once I get used to this Gala Moore sense. I assume right now it's kind of like a, just a bunch of static almost, but maybe I'd be able to refine it in the future. 
Yeah, it's like um, it's like being in a cocktail party with a bunch of people talking, and you can hear your friend's voice across the room, and you don't know exactly where they are, but you know they're kind of that way, like towards the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know they're there, but it's a little hard to locate, kind of like that. Um. All right. So, I guess ask him if he has like a, like a, a plan with the beginning and the end as far as him interacting with me, or is there? There's a chance, like, is from his point of view, he'd like to kind of be interacting with me for like you know three to five more years, and I it, it'll be up to me to to break it off. How long is this assessment going to take us? You well, the pebble should stay here where it can be protected. It is so vulnerable, so tiny right now. But the pebble makes its own decisions. I see. It wants you to stay with it, where it can protect you. But ultimately, you get to make your own decisions. All right. I wasn't expecting this is how we were going to lose Victor to a Gale of Moore, but I, I mean, okay. What, what do you mean? We're just going to stay in these caves for another three to five years. Isn't that what you want, Wildfire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go shopping. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already uh, shopping for a new place down here, so. It's... <laughs> do you have an agent? I do. I do have an agent. Let me go get the Menzo Baranzano box set. Like, we're, we're set. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, tell tell the Gala more that I am... I'm grateful to talk to it, and but I... I have duties that I have to that I have to tend to, so I can't I can't stay here while I grow. I have to go out into the world and um, be in danger, I guess. So once more to the Gale of Moore. The pebble is insistent that it needs to leave this place. But I can assure you. That it will be protected. It is friends with the. Uh, I'm about to say rangers. The um, foresters. foresters. Thank you. With the foresters of Aglarond, and also is allied with the dwarves that make their home in your caves. This is the Princess Belwyn. And I, one of the Tiger Lizard Clan of the Southern Marches, it will be well cared for. You will care for the pebble? At least until it can return to your presence where you can better protect it. All of us are very grateful, you poor, small, sad, short-lived creature. It looks genuinely 
like it, it looks like it looks at you like its heart is breaking because you are so delicate and so frail and so short lived. It's true. We appreciate this favor. Uh, crystals start growing towards you. What do you do? I, uh, I, I'm going to wait patiently. Okay. I'm communing with the spirit of nature, just like I was told to, Paige. What is what is going on? Why why is he? Gets he gets his rocks off. It's fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tell me, you're saying that as G N E I S S, right? Ah. Uh, uh, all right. So the crystals uh, precipitate towards you in uh, relatively fast motion. <sighs> Precipitate. Well, I mean, come up with a better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Continue, continue. Uh, and uh, start wrapping around your uh, hands and wrists and forearms. Oh, oh my. cool! Now we're gonna have two of these weird half rock creature people things. <laughs> now Malagar is really interested. Can I wait? Can one of you teach me to do that because that looks amazing. If the pebble is in dire danger we will try and help but we don't like to be roused we will be grateful to you and then the crystals retreat and you know that spot where you pulled off those two scales and they haven't grown in yet yeah. and they have bugging Ross like picked at it no, uh, no, I don't pick it. Those are a mark of honor and a reminder to the, the to the promises I've made. They're also like bare skin, and everything irritates it. Bare, that especially the cold. Yes, <laughs> um, you notice that the the scales, the scale holes, the places where the scales should have been, have uh, been filled with a greenish yellow crystal. That is perfectly see-through, and you can like see your skin under it. In return, Paige, Chat has offered you an inspiration. Thank you, Chat. Sweet, keep encouraging her to do all this body horror shit. <laughs> if, we, if we if we play hats, then then they'll really get to see what happens when the gloves are off. I will <laughs> turn back to everybody and say the. Caleb Dor has interest. More. Caleb Moore. Caleb Moore. What, what is the Caleb Dor? Is that, is that <laughs> Tolkien? They're like little ones. Oh, right. The Caleb Moore have entrusted us with protecting the young. Are you implying? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's mostly my response. Oh, good. Good. Excellent. <laughs> yes, yeah, excellent. Great. Why don't I think I believe you? I'm I'm pretty sure I don't believe you on that one. I mean, I, I don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. The uh, the Gale of Dwarf speaks again. We know Aglarond. They owe us a favor. Oh, they thank God! I don't have to give another scale. <laughs> They should be very careful with our pebble. Oh, wow. Oh. Huh. Good job. 
I, oh, right. Uh, is, is there someone in particular that owes you the favor? It's all of Aglaron because they made the wall. It oh. nods its head slowly and says, Aglaron. Oh, shit. <laughs> I say in Draconic, I think. Probably. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up my Draconic translator, but I'm going to turn back to at all and uh what now i may have um, stumbled upon some debt owed it, it it reminded all of aglarond of their debt to the galen moor i fear what might happen if victor is to lose his life what 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 does Aglaron owe to the Caleb Moore? I don't know. Well, maybe you could ask. Huh? No, they the Caleb Moore built the wall. Oh. And it's often rumored that the Caleb Moore will come back and ask for a favor. If Victor is the favor, then we should probably send him back, because if he dies, then we're gonna have to do some other favor, and that seems like a lot of work. I mean, what you're saying is logical. Or, I mean, Ross. Flood work for Ross. But uh, there isn't a back anymore. <laughs> okay. According to the to the draconic translator that is the most legit, uh, <laughs> crap is full of it. That sounds like crap. That is a truly terrible sounding word. I turn to the Gale of Moore and say in primordial, right? Uh, <laughs> I speak for the entire time. I've just been enjoying this conversation. Yeah. Uh, I was just been sandbagging this whole time. Yeah, of course. It's you... not my job to interact with strange stones. Um, if we protect your pebble, then we have fulfilled your request, then? No. Oh. The debt is larger than that. Fair enough. Then I'd ask. Gaining interest every day. That's the way it works. Uh, like child care is just the interest on the debt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> Not even denting that, uh, yeah, the, whatever. Yes. All right. Well, I'd be feeling that Gail the Moore would be perfectly happy to interact with us for the next 10 to 20 years. So um, I will uh, I guess retreat from its embrace. Okay. The crystals uh, dissipate around you and you can feel its presence withdrawing. As soon as it stops touching you uh, you can feel your finer control of all of your crystal itself pretty much disintegrate. Uh, and all of the uh, crystals all over your body like retreat back under the oh, God. <laughs> This is not a better page. Wait, how's his flesh after that? Looks fine. Is it? Great. Yeah. Malaga will, will, will poke where that happened. Feels perfectly normal. Surprising. I, mean, I thought he would be like a sieve after that. That was, <laughs> don't never do that again. Well, it was kind of cool, but you shouldn't probably do that a lot. 
Wait a minute. So can you feel it like under his skin? Is it like Ooh. a retractable kind of thing? Like that's mm. true. Malaga will rub I mean, a little harder. You feel bones under his skin, but I mean, I'll try and make like one crystalline bump appear. You know, like on a knuckle or something. No, no. Make three crystalline slivers <laughs> come out of your hands. Ooh. I was gonna say. I'm imagining like the the Wolverine, like. Pain every time it comes out. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We're playing a happier game. Like, don't you tempt me into my lane. I'm playing a happier game. <laughs> Thank you, old Slow Tiger, for the uh, supernumerary uh, <laughs> crystal <laughs> nipple that he now has. <laughs> Seems like that's in canon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no. So, so. After after a moment of trying, you you think you're starting to do it, but you're it's going to take a little while. How long are you willing to try at this? Uh, Is it one of those things where we shouldn't watch him while he does it? Probably. I can be invisible if no one's watching. <laughs> um, I I won't try like super long like right now. If it kind of okay. feels like I could maybe do it, that's good enough for me. Sure. Uh, my other question is: Do I still have an awareness of other Gala Moors? Yeah. All right. Hmm. Then I will. Uh, I'll reach out and I'll touch somewhere that seems appropriate, and um, I'll try and like convey my thanks to him oh. as like feelings. Okay. You um you uh can brush the web of the weave of magic, which you sense is relatively strongly anchored in this creature. And uh, you do so in a way to convey your thanks, and you get a once again a feeling of the great Galeb Moore network and uh, a sense of greetings and hellos and surprises and tears of joy and welcoming. All right, well, they you know, watch me, I'm gonna try and do cool stuff. Um, and Tell him that I'll try and learn primordial as quickly as possible. <laughs> uh, you, you. Oh. In my mental checklist, I cross off Earth. That's water and Earth. Two down, Paige. You, you may certainly do so. I don't know how many there are, but two down. I mean, we can get you fire right now, too. All we got to do is just, you know, have wildfire... To drop one of those fireballs on you and not give you the sheath whole thing. Yeah, I don't think wildfire counts. <laughs> if he did, that would be funny. Janasi, hello. Ooh. So, so that sounds like but you're not a thing. spirit. You're mortal. Am I though? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Remains to be seen. Remains oh, right, to be seen. Exactly. Time will tell. Yep. If only you had crystal bones. I mean, probably not. Like, I like calcium and stuff, so, like, I <laughs> yeah, mean, what is he going to have to start eating to keep up those crystal bones? Like, lots of fluoride. Mm, yeah. I mean, like, he's going to suck toothpaste out of the tube. It's going to be real gross. Silicon <laughs> and fluoride with a little bit of um, cobalt and uh, uh, what's the other one that gives him color? Brilliant? I'm just imagining Victor popping like those desiccant packets. Like, I think, yeah, I mean, I think he has a choice. Nom, nom, nom. He just walks in and he sees one on the floor. He's like, it oh. smells 
Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, are there, should I, maybe I'll collect like a snack to go bag from this area since there's probably a lot of loose crystals and stuff. There you go. Yeah. Brother Flounders recommending the silicon. Mm. Yes. Yes. But, um, I guess I'm. Well, luckily, we're going to a desert, so you can just start eating sand. It's great. Ooh. Sure. Oof, that sounds rough on a humanoid digestive system. Well, I mean, you're the one who did it to him. He's going to replace those crystal bones somehow. We can we can get him a blender so he can make a shake. <laughs> it, it's the crystal butthole on the way out. I don't know, that, I don't know if the blender helps for, for sand, to be honest. I was going to say, like... Just going to make it finer? That seems worse. As you leave the crystal cavern, you're leaving the crystal cavern, yes? Gosh, yes. Okay. I don't know. We've just been here for so long. It just feels like our home now. But Wildfire, the new cabin you purchased right over there. Uh, I still got three more payments on it. <laughs> uh, you walk for a couple of hours, um, and the cave here is entirely natural. So there's a lot of, like, you know, trying to get over chasm and going through some water. But uh, ahead of you, you finally see the blessed yellow of sunlight shining <laughs> It's really hard on your eyes. It's really hard on your eyes. I mean, some people's eyes. Sure. I will attempt to grow sunshades. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make me an eye attempt to grow sunshades roll. You're going to be like Adam Jensen and they just kind of like pop out over your eyes. <laughs> Let's see. I'll use uh, nature. I think it's an arcana check. Uh, you will find that my nature and my arcana are very similar <laughs> mechanically and apparently <laughs> bad. They're bad. Right now. Yeah, no, nothing happens. Malaga <laughs> will use this moment to take his eye patch from his right eye and shift it over to his left eye. Uh, so it takes a while to acclimate to sunlight. And when I say a while, it's like 20 or 30 minutes before it's not physically painful. Uh, and you look out on the desert terrain in the no man's land between Agrond, Thesk, and Thay. It is an area of uh, parched grasses and sharp rocks jutting into the air. Uh, as you look around, you see several different predatory birds circling a ways off, and uh, a rabbit hops out of your way and hides in the uh, in the book. Quit doing that. Just appreciate the picture for what it is. <laughs> Stop it, Heisler. All I see is Stop stone. It. That's all I see. Uh, are you done? No, I'm not done. I'm never going to be done. Well, Welcome this is to true. Marriage. That's why I'm married. Okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, you see this kind of sear landscape, but over off to one side, you see like a herd of grazing antelope uh, that are wary and looking around. What would you like to do? Well, where are we? Malaga says, looking around. Did we come out where we're supposed to come out? Well, let me, let's go to the map. To the map. So you think you are around here somewhere. Oops. 
No, uh, you do not want to. Oh, sorry, Fog of War was doing things. You think you are around here? Sometime. Paige, you have not Still changed the top of the stones yet. Oh. Weird, because I'm seeing the map. Ah, uh, yeah. Nope. So I what? see it in roll 20, but I don't see it on Twitch. I don't see it either in my roll 20 or on Twitch's roll 20. Well, refresh your screen, please. Yep. Refreshing worked for me. That did also work for me. I don't know what that means for the stream. I mean, I have to refresh the stream, too. Oh, good. What a refreshing sensation. So, the thing we left from, like, is it just a cave? Is is there anything we need to, like, conceal? Uh, no, it's it's fairly well concealed. Uh, well, first, we'll get to that in a minute. I'll, it's fairly well concealed in kind of a cleft of rocks. All right. uh, this is the international hand gesture for rocks, apparently. Sure. Um, what? So, you feel like you're about here, somewhere. If you make a significant east-hand turn, you're heading towards Knollsville. If you make a significant west-hand turn, you're heading towards the Singing Sacreds. I guess that's where we meant to come out. Where's the Book of Maps? Maybe we should make sure. The Book of Maps will be brought out and consulted. All right. You pinpoint your location more thoroughly. You are closer to the Knoll Camp than you realize. Ooh. You think it is only like a day's walk away. That's lucky. Okay. Yeah. Paige, just while they're consulting the map, what is the local uh, temperature and climate oh. like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so it is, uh, late afternoon at this point. So the shadows are starting to stretch long on the, the savannah. And, uh, it's about 88 degrees. Awesome. Blessed warmth. <laughs> blessed, blessed warmth. That, those are definitely the words. Yes. Ah, it is drier than I am used to, but this is much better than those accursed mountains. My thought as a lizard man, you'd be used to arid climates. I come from a swamp. Again, this is not as bad as that hellish cold from the elevation. Say hello, Munin. Say hello. I, see. Aww. Aww. That... I, wish, I wish I was in Valheim, but it's only stupid brotherhead who's in Valheim. <laughs> <laughs> stupid brotherhead. Ross, does that mean that we'll have to moisturize your scales on occasion? No, I should be fine. I'll just have to make sure I drink lots of fluids. Well, great. Oh, now that sister's up here, you want to be up here too? And which everybody will nobody will be happy. We'll just pass one of them over. Uh, well, he decided he didn't want to be in my lab after all. We, we should probably put a little distance between us and the cave egress. Um, okay. And I guess we'll be camping pretty soon since it's not late in the day. Okay. Uh, so as you pass through the area. Like I said, it's kind of these sharp rocks that are anywhere between like two stories high and like four stories high. 
So they're significant, but they're not like crazy, crazy terrain. Um, you notice that uh, you start, there's kind of these interconnected paths of where they are. And uh, in fact, Malagar and Ross notice uh, both footprints and paw prints in the, in the dust. Huh. Are any of these uh, no prints? Make me an are they no prints check. Sounds like probably nature. Or survival, maybe? Or survival. That's what I meant. Survival. Okay. I won't say no to that. You can really? Do you object to being petted that much? He objects to you calling for a nature check when you clearly <laughs> Clearly. Zebra. A non-natural to it. Uh sure. So the tracks are those of hyenas. And some are just like normal hyena size, which is, I don't know, three, four, five inches across, depending on the hyena. And some are about like this size in hyena. I, I, I look up at Malagar. Definitely gnolls and their ilk, wouldn't you yeah. say? And it's also gnoll prints as well. Hmm. And they're headed into the hills. Yep. Do well. we- do we see any non-null footprints with them? Sure, you see uh, antelope, rabbit, oh, sorry. Uh, the shifting track of snake. More specifically, do we see any that could be like boot prints of humanoids? Okay. <laughs> I do the, not... the only humanoid prints out here are null. I do not see any signs of Necromancers conferring with Malagar. What, Malagar sort of crouches down and looks at the prince and goes, What kind of prince do necromancers make? None, I mean, they ride brooms of flying. If they are human, I would expect they would wear boots. Even if they had skeletons or zombies, though, you would expect to see more of a dragging pattern. Yeah, suppose maybe we should just keep a sharp eye out. I think they probably appear where we least expect. So if anybody's got sharp eyes here, they're Victor. <laughs> yeah, but I can't. Oh, he has meat eyes. <laughs> I can cut glass with my <laughs> eyes. Now. And here we've come full circle. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Soon Victor will have a glass eye. All right, uh, um, Paige, do we get a sense of how many um, gnolls like there are? Band, small bands of like three to 12 maybe have been wandering back and forth here. The newest tracks are maybe a couple of days old. Victor, we've got several bands of gnolls heading in this direction. These here are the newest ones, and I'll, I'll go through all those details. Sure. As if everybody can see them clear as day. Sure. And they're like, it, and it's clear that this is a, a trail that's used by the gnolls and their groups uh, with some regularity. Well, let's. Malaga will use some dancing lights to sort of outline the things. <laughs> let's well, travel. Let's go. Let's get yeah. there. We either run into gnolls or we won't. 
So, um, as you travel, like I said, these uh, rock formations kind of channel you into certain paths. So, for purely illustrative purposes... Wait a minute, this is a tactical grid. I know. Everyone, I think we're about to be attacked. <laughs> they don't call this ambush cannon, canyon for nothing. <laughs> Quick, just start fireballing any place we can't see. Okay, just every direction at the same time. Sounds good. One, two, three, four, five, six. Page, about you get what, some tokens. About what time of day would we be displaying in this purely illustrative uh, <laughs> demonstration? Late <laughs> afternoon. Okay. Why does Ross have an appointment he has to make? No, no, I'm just curious uh, as to to what what the daytime what the time of day is. I I do like that we have the entirety of the moon with us. That's uh, Andrews. No, you're not on the rock. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Unfortunately, that's an ambush. Goose is that's a bunch of damage. <laughs> Goose is currently residing in my brain. Okay, did you move her off somewhere? I did. I, I put her up in the corner for now. Gotcha. Nobody puts Goose in the corner. That's her in the corner. <laughs> That's her the in the moonlight. Paige. Losing her religion. Paige, uh, tell us about these rocks. So the rocks uh, are quite large, and they are about two or three stories high. Some of, some of them look... They don't look particularly climbable, uh, which means you can totally climb them. It'll just be kind of a pain in the ass. So two or three stories high is what, like 20 to 30, 40 feet? Yeah, it's like 15 to 30. Okay. Uh, would we still have the lizards with us? That is up to you. If you choose to eat them or release them or... I don't know what you monsters do to lizards. Slaughter uh, them all as soon as we come out of the earth. I don't think we're going to eat them, but I mean, I, they're underground lizards. I don't know how excited they'd be about... Uh, yeah, you probably had to blindfold them to get them up here. Yeah. That they don't seem to mind too much. Although, I think, Paige, if history shows anything, they clearly recruit them into the foresters. I mean, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, they, we've deputized all of them. So what do you guys... They can make arrests now. So what do you guys think? Uh, releasing them into the Underdark or dragging them with us? I don't know. Are we given any instructions on what to do with them later on? I mean, they're still carrying your shite, right? I mean, we can travel without... I mean, we can carry our own shite. Um, I mean, obviously, we can carry more with the lizards. Can you carry Gallib more with the lizards? They do not appear to <laughs> enjoy being above the ground. <laughs> do we get a sense if it's a temporary discomfort being above ground like we had, or is it something that won't go away and they're basically... Yeah, they're, they're adapted for underground life. Yeah. 
I think it would be best to set them loose. If they are well trained, they should be able to return to their masters. Well, we did collapse the tunnel, but... Um, Fair point. I guess they're coming with us. Great. So, let's skedaddle. Yep, I guess. We'll make them hats. <laughs> I guess. I'm sure they will pre- appreciate their sun sunbonnets. <laughs> okay, you may move yourself uh, eastward across the map. I like to think that they're all wearing these like delightful straw hats now. I don't know, Jaunty. But I mean, we're all definitely on the lizards, though, right? Like, by all, so. you, have to blind, Mike. you have to blindfold them to get them into the sun, which means they need to be led. So mm-hmm. then, okay, seems will. like that seems like they're totally useless then. Yeah, we won't. No, they can still carry your stuff, and you can carry nothing. They're just pack animals. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like having a, a wheelbarrow you don't have to push. Or a the donkey. Or a mule, yeah. But uh, we do we have the socks, so I think we Yeah, could... I mean like that's the question, right? It's like do we have so much stuff that it couldn't fit into a bag of holding? Because like Do you want old crumpy face there? Yeah. I mean okay. Joe you want in... notions about the desert? I would like it if I could be in front of him though. In true fashion, Joe, I think, are, are we, are, are in true adventuring fashion, are we stealing at anything and everything that's not nailed down to the floor? Not yeah, really. what have we encountered, like, at all in the last X amount of time, though, right? Like, that's the question. We can talk about it later. It doesn't super matter right now. All right, well. But I don't see why we'd be, we'd be leading them if they provided us no utility, is all I'm saying. Just carrying stuff isn't enough reason. Um, Let's figure it out later. We're in Ambush Canyon here. Who knows what could happen? Wait, are you saying an ambush could happen? I mean, that's what it's known for. I'd be really disappointed if we didn't have one. Never. I would spot an ambush from a mile away. I'm constantly on the lookout for cryohydras. Cryohydras. <laughs> they are a clear and present danger in the swamps back home. If one is not constantly looking out for them, they are going to ambush one. So we are leaving the lizards behind? Uh, yeah, in the cave where they're happy. We're not inflicting pain on them just so we don't have to take things in and out of the sock more often. Okay. And I mean, me and Ross can carry a bunch of stuff. Bellum can carry a bunch of stuff. Wait, wait. Didn't we leave a deposit for those lizards? So, Paige... You got them for fucking free from my family! (laughs) Paige, how far across this map am I going here? Till I tell you otherwise. Oh, Oh, God. That's even worse. I'm just going to keep moving, then. And people... Actually, you might want to wait for the hindmost so that everybody can kind of be in the position they want to be. Say yeah. ambush position. I mean, what would make sense would be us to put ourselves in our marching order, and then you just to tell us where. Yeah. We stop. Sounds good. Do that thing. All right. So everyone, align yourself around Bellwood. Okay. 
And you don't have to be right up on her. You have plenty of room to spread out if you choose to. Especially you, do, you are not required to be in breath weapon formation. Uh, Owen, do, do you still have your aura activated? Uh, so what I did is because I get to, I can be in any square of my mount at a time. I just made it come out of my mount, but I think Paige may make it need to come be visible out of my mount. It should be visible now. It is. We can see it. But I was just curious if you had that effect still. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. Let me. Get... Oh, I killed her in the last fight. Which <laughs> I mean, I just summoned her again. It's fine. I know. I know. But that's why her marker was. Well, it costs us like ten gold pieces or something. So. Oh no, and we can't possibly afford that after the haul we got from <laughs> the dwarf dwarf uh, ruins. Um, oh, no, we can afford it. But to answer your question, um, Coda and for anyone else in uh, chat who's curious. It is on as long as I'm conscious. Okay. Uh, also, I do like, I would like to point out that uh, Wildfire is the one that does all of our acquisition paperwork. So, Victor, it's good that you've given the uh, approval on that expenditure, but also... Yeah. Life. Joe, I know you're not happy with me because these maps are large. However, I have a present for you in a minute. They're so giant. <laughs> so That's what D&D is about, the giant maps. All I right. assume she's going to fill it with only the smallest of creatures. <laughs> like minuscule spots. Yeah, like half a, half a box. <laughs> so, uh, Ross is not surprised, nor is Malagor. Malagar... Ma Malagar will let slip it. Oh, this again. See? That's the ambush right there. I spotted it. <laughs> when... He has been telling us, like, for 20 minutes now that we're in Ambush Canyon. Like... When a couple of extremely large hyenas, I mean, they're extremely large for hyenas, uh, slink up behind the party, um, and they look at you and... <laughs> Did you say behind? Behind, yes. Oh. And they um, start laughing, which echoes weirdly in the canyons. And skulking out from the other two, two more. Oh. With these the audience the will have to pretend, and we'll have to envision them in their mind's eye, because I can't show everything on the map. <laughs> And they start giggling and cackling and advancing on you with clear predatory intent. What would you like to do? Wait, we're here from the government and we're here to help. <laughs> so there, wait, are there six now? There are six. There are six. I mean, I guess we roll initiative, right? Because they're trying to kill us? They, I mean, Like I said, they have approached with predatory intent. Okay, I was going to say. Um, I was clearly unprepared for this. Otherwise, I would have spent 10 minutes to cast Speak with Animal. <laughs> I mean, we could just yell out, hey, we're here to help you, you dumb ancient creatures. Yeah, hopefully there's some gnolls uh, off camera somewhere. Uh, if only we had someone who would, who would be a face. We do. 
Right. So hey, you mage creatures, we're here to help you and get, get all your matriarchs back. Uh, they advance. It looks like they are not, uh, they do not speak, uh, a language. Well, they're about to speak pain. Do they have any signs of, um, you know, traveling with gnolls, like collars or brandification or? They um, do not. License tags. No, no, no sign of domestication. Uh. Well, no one speaks any kind of hyena, do they? I have been practicing the ritual of speak with animal that <coughs> Mira taught me, but it would take some time. I don't think we got that much time there. I, I really, I agree. I agree with Belwyn here. This is... We're, we're being pincered quite effectively. Well, let's try and avoid killing him as best we can and see what happens. Um, Ross, make me an I know what, I know stuff about Critter's chat. Sure, I will. Or anybody I will, make me a, a nature check. I will handle those animals real well. No, it is a nature check. Okay, I will handle that nature real well. I will spin <laughs> an inspiration. And get a 17. Okay. Uh, Ooh, I got a 19. Ross and Belwin. So these are not hyenas. They are too heavy boned. They are way too large because they're probably every bit of feet from snout to base of tail and about four and a half feet high at the shoulder. It looks like they weigh about four or five hundred pounds. Um, they're huge for hyenas. I just uh, thought they were, like, you know, ladies. It, truth, truth. It's hard to tell which ones are the ladies because they all seem to be about the same size. But these look like some sort of prehistoric hyena dawn and not a modern hyena. Bad news, Victor. These, the are, hyena? these are not hyena day, Crocutta. Thank you. It's Crocutta, Crocutta. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you're you're deep in my heart for knowing that much, and you may have an inspiration point. They seem like they might be dire hyenas. See, that's why I spent the inspiration point because I knew I was going to break that out. Nice. I am predictable about some things, and I don't care. I think it was portals there. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, I think we don't have anything to do except fight them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Balwin's talking. If there's gnolls that are controlling them somehow, hopefully they'll show themselves. Or maybe, like, if we defeat a bunch of dire hyenas, they'll regard us with favor, and that would be nice. Shouldn't there be a fireball about now? It could go either way. You know... Oh. How Hewitt's body blocking for wildfire. A fireball. <laughs> one hit point can suck up a whole hit. I mean, it can. It's no joke. Got its feathers puffed up, wing spread. We are missing Malagar. That's right. Oh, sorry. Be sure to tap your token before you roll. I did. Yay! 
Yay! All right. All right. So these two hyenas kick into a run. And one runs up to Luther, one runs up to Wildfire and can't get there because Hewitt is blocking. All right. One tries to bite the victor. It's a Jaws snap. Oh, snap. It totally missed. And another one uh, 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 tries to get Hewitt as a feathery snap. McNuggets? Oh, that definitely hits Hewitt. Okay. Who I assume has less than 16 hit points. Mm-hmm. All right. She explodes in a burst of feathers. Hewitt curses. And chicken McNuggets. All right. Nugs. Nugs. All right. These two hyena run in towards Ross. Uh, Ross, hit you with my bite. Yes. 17? Uh, a 17 will miss. Alright, the other one. 22. A 22? Yes. You will take 19 points of slashing damage from my big, sharp teeth. Ouch. And it is your turn, Ross. Now this is flesh horror. <laughs> well, I certainly don't like big, gnashing teeth. Um, don't you have big, gnashing teeth? He does. Yeah, but I like using them on others. I don't like being on the receiving end. Um, okay, so... I think that's fair. I'm going to do at this point is bring my longsword down on the one that actually landed the blow with a... Nope, nope, that rolled in D&D Beyond. Oh, All right, 27 will hit. Excellent. Uh... That is going to be 14 points of longsword damage on that first attack. All right. On that first attack, does this imply you might have more than one? Oh, Whoa! Whoa! Let's not be crazy. Uh, Paige, on the second, I follow through with a 12 to hit. All right. With a 12, you whack the thing on the side, but it's thick fur and hard bones deflect the roll, doing no damage. Oh, I have hard bones. Curse. <laughs> you do. Good catch there, buddy. Uh, anything else there, Ross? All right. I think that's going to be it. Okay. Uh, the third group of hyenodons are going to... I lied, Paige. I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to summon forth from the ether uh, a one goose. Hooray! Now Yay! She appears as a dragon made out of stone and crystal. Ooh. Uh, I will put her up on the rock where she has uh, prime targeting territory for her sure. crystalline spittle. Alright, this one's going to charge Le Malagar. This one's going to charge Le Bell. Alright, Malagar, I bite you. Ow! I do not. Bellin, I bite you. I do not. Whew. My dice are great. My dice are great. <laughs> They're great. They're great for something. Everything's wow. all right here. We approve. Wildfire. Wildfire, what would you like to do? 
I believe mm. he's probably uh, surprised, as uh, most of us are. Oh, that is certainly true. Uh, don't forget, uh, Paige, you do have inspiration. Ooh, that's a good point. I will use that on my next attack roll. Belwin, you are surprised. Malagar, you are not surprised. Yay! Oh, so, it is. Exactly. Like, oh, what? How unusual. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to walk away from uh, this dude, bro, here. So he gets a hit. He gets an attack on me. I'll take it. Whenever you're ready. 15. We'll miss. Yep. Malagar will. Nimbly dance away. Uh, and if you can draw me a six by six box or a 15, uh, whatever diameter thing around me. Diameter or oh. radius. radius? Radius. Thank you. Uh, uh, Maxim, thank you for the bits. Thank you, Maxim. All right. So, how big is your thing, Andrew? By uh, that, your fucking aura. It, it's, it's a 15 foot radius. It's the Spirit Guardians, right? Yes, yes. Oh, it's Spirit Guardians, okay. Malagawa raises hands up, and the number of partiers and courtesans of a rather fiendish appearance will <laughs> appear in a big crowd around him, and there'll be sort of a background throb, like, oons, 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 oons. It's down. The system is down. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Yes, just the way I like it. He 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 brings it. He brings the lighting down a little bit right there too. Alrighty, uh, Victor, you're surprised. Means well now that Hewitt's no longer here, I shall step forward and try to bite Z Wildfire. Twenty one. Yeah, that's great. Fourteen points of damage. Uh, the other one tries to bite Victor. Nine misses. Nine. 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 This is not going to hit. Green yings. Uh, this is on Ross, yeah. the northern hyena, and from the eastern uh, hyena. They need to make saves. Oh, I do. I do. Yes. They're too busy partying. Babe. They were. Too, <laughs> they were like, this is this is a catchy. Oh, yeah, and I first. Forgot my inspiration. I'm going to use that inspiration on the first attack with the next hyena. Remind me. That one's in my range, right? Sure. Both of the green ones are. Okay. Totally remind you. I have two wisdom saves. Yes. 15 and a 13. How much damage will not do the trick for them? So they will both enjoy. Oh, God. Beyond. You're so slow. A lot of dice. These hy these hyenas had the misfortune of coming up in the mosh section of the dance. That's party. right, slam dancing for thirty three points of wow. of uh, dance damage. Dance Jeez. dance damage. Lordy. Yes. No, I think it's uh, one or the other. Ah, you are correct. Why did it add those together? Why uh, are they different too? Because you'd rolled them both separately as sets of dice. That's so strange. Well, it'll be necrotic damage, so okay. enjoy your 14. The spell's capable of doing one type or the other, depending on the proclivities of the caster. Yes. 
I was really thinking it'd be radiant given that it was all the, the club stuff with the like blinking lights and... No, it's it's a it's a it's a club that's got that cigarette smoke atmosphere that you can just feel browning your lungs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like clubs. Yeah. Alright, so that was the Yeans. Ross. It's all Eurobeat. I mean, now that I've got this groovy tune to <laughs> I'm going to try out some of the dance battle moves that Malagar has been showing me. Step, step, bump! I, I start to wield my sword in a more like grooving method of attack. It's mesmerizing! The first swing Ooh. is a 22 yes. on the same yin for 13 points of damage. At which point uh Goose will spit, dealing an additional ooh, two points of crystal damage. I don't actually know what kind of damage crystal dragons <laughs> deal. Okay. Uh, and then for the second attack, this club is just a ten. It, it, yeah, again, it, it, like with that, it'll dance out of your way. I have not mastered the triple axle backspin. That <laughs> is the finishing move of the dance. All right. Anything else from you, sir? That is, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action as I awkwardly land from my jump spin <laughs> to say, uh, oh, shit, I summoned Goose Whereby. Never mind. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, first gene is attacking, uh, who do I got here? I'm gonna step forward into Belvin and I'm going to attack with advantage. You're gonna make a wisdom save. Yes. Yes, I'm gonna do that too. Five. That will not do the trick for them. Here's the other one. 16. Just, okay, oh, right, because they go at the same time. Yeah. Let me push this button again. 16 doesn't make it either, though, right? Nope. No, no. You need your magic number is an 18, just FYI. Maligar is so wise. I am. 20 points of club damage. It's just, I dropped the base at that moment, and <laughs> that's really right. what delivered. I am attacking Belwin with advantage. Do it to it. Come on, hit me. My grandmother didn't love me enough. <laughs> where I my crits. Ah, and that uh, crit was especially that. I'm protected by my grandmother's love. Love <laughs> and chicken soup. Yeah, there's actually there's actually a fair amount of matzo balls worked into this honorary <laughs> A blade of matzo balls. <laughs> it's true. I, I do love that Brother Founder is taking a particularly uh, 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 reveling in the crit <laughs> that they have uh, delivered to you. Except they didn't. Well, no, I mean he's, they still did damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's still seventeen right. points, like. Yinurodos. Misses. Indeed. It's teeth clinking off your armor. All right, wildfire. I walk backwards. I will take attack opportunity, sir. Which misses? Great. Uh, and then I cast a spell. Is it going to drop it like it's hot? It could be anything. I, I decline to counter. 
Uh, Paige, are th- when this creature bit me, was it slashing or piercing or bludgeoning damage? Slash. Okay, cool. Uh, a uh, in front of this hyena, a rocky humanoid form rises up. <gasps> Ooh, that's not a spell I was expecting. Is it future Victor? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it does look a little like Victor. Yes. I need to make a will save. No, you're pizza. fine. You're fine. Well, here's the thing. You came willingly, Victor. <laughs> you, in my moment of need, you knew it. It's fine. As long as the two of you don't touch, it'll be fine. That was either summon elemental or some sort of massive time spell. You'll have to wonder which. <laughs> How terrifying. Uh, is your elemental large or medium? No, it's medium. Okay. I think. It is medium. Okay. All right, you should have control over it. Cool. Rises up right here. Okay. And then it swings at the one that Victor is on. Oh, God, what are you doing, Wildfire? Don't spawn them adjacent to Victor. It'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, a, a 16 to 17. A 16 misses and a 17 hits. Okay. Learned piece of information, children. <laughs> magic number. Okay, it's 11 damage for the one that hit. Taken. Anything else, sir? Nope, that's it. I I have a little present for you. Oh that boy. I'm give you at some point, Joseph. Sounds All right, Bellowin. Why did it sound so threatening when you said that? <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, you know. Just for a matter no, of. No, this is the present, though. Maintaining game state. I don't think you actually finished resolving the attacks against me. I'm going to just take the 21 damage on the attack that hit. Just FYI. Bellwin. Two attack Bellwin. Right, that would be before that. Then you got interrupted with some wisdom saves, and I yeah. never went back. So. Oh, gotcha. Thank you, Kota. You may have a point of inspiration. All right. Maintaining game state. Here's a bite at you from the northern one and from the eastern one. Well, one already hit. Right. Kota, do whatever you think is appropriate. I am now completely confused, but it seems like you know what's going on, so... Done. We're good. I just trust you to do the right thing. That was your last mistake. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Alright. I'm going to attack uh, this here yellow one. Okay. Gonna swing. Swing, swing. Swing! Bada, bada, bada. Alright. Everything hits. I take... 22 piercing. 22 points of piercing damage. Alrighty. That is enough to bloody me. Uh, that should be your other game up here. Should be bloody them too. Yep, it's... yep, yep, yep. yep. Alright, right, right. Uh, and that's me. Checking, checking for which games are bloodied. Okay. Alright. Malgar. Malagar will uh, peek around here and look at that that bloody yellow yin and be like, that one, you should strike that one again. And he'll uh, sort of crook his finger there and a a, uh, bolt of deliciousness will fly out at that creature. Wait, I'm talking like cupcakes? Are we talking like... (laughs) Nope, it'll totally miss today. Well, unless it's 17. 17? 17 17 hits. Okay. 
I thought it rolled something. Four die six worth of damage. Yes, I cannot read apparently. So that's 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 point A. And just click the pink guiding bolt, and it'll do. Well, too late now. Nine points of guiding bolt damage, which is pretty terrible. Um, yeah, that's that's real bad. Yeah, I mean, but damage. Yes. Enjoy and your advantage. Whoever is going to hit it next will have advantage. I will put fairy fire on it to remind us of that. All right. Anything else, Mr. Maligar? That is all today. Victor. All right. Victor will swing his greatsword at Blue Hyena number two, since I believe that's the one that his new companion that kind of scares him a little bit attacked. Yep. Uh, so let's take a take a swing. Putting all my effort into it. And eighteen will connect. I don't get any bonus damage at this point. Uh, Nineteen points of damage. All right, you swing your blade at the beast, and uh, it uh, gives a giggling yelp as uh, you draw blood. And then another twenty on top of that. I am quite bloodied. Wow! Wow! And then I will action surge. Uh oh! And dodge. And dodge? And dodge. He's dancing. He's inspired by my mm-hmm. hot beats. Okay. I mean, um, you bloodied it in the first hit. The next search to murder might murder. Yeah, oh, what the hell? I'll murder it. I'll attack. Peter pressure. <laughs> Did you just be that masterful puppetry that, that No, no, what oh, happens oh, is the, the Earth Elemental looks over and it's like. Bro, I don't want to be. Like he was looking at himself there, it's like he can't not say yes himself. So I'm worried they'll replace me with this new Earth element. <laughs> Elemental's like you're only using 10 percent of our power, man. Come on, <laughs> lean into it. But, uh, Put your back in it. <laughs> is it 23 wrong? Yeah, 23 more damage. Put your weight on it. Yeah, the hyena is limping and torn up, yet is still in the fight. Oh, right, I'll give it a fourth swing. Oh! Oh! oh. But manages to duck under your blade. And I even oh. intentionally didn't great weapon master on that one. <laughs> so, That's rough. I am going to need you to make a pact with this earth elemental to at some point extend like a part of its body to look exactly like Victor's sword. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to add that little right on top. Just mirror all of his motions as well. All right, the sword I'm... has fully merged with him. It's just part of him now. Right. Ooh. I, I am done. All right. So the bloody yin is gonna snap at you. Oh, you. snap! Me? You, um, yes, okay. and this probably the last thing it will ever do. I like uh, snap at. You roll a one. Yeah. All right. This, the other one, the other hyena lunges at Victor's knee. My knee is well protected. They're just, they're very confused because there are two Victors now. They're not sure if they're drunk. It's <laughs> very confusing on a uh, battlefield. Ross, one of the hyena uh, attacking you slips past you. Is it making a will save first? Uh, it will make a will save. That's fine. It sure will. It doesn't change what it's doing. Uh, I'm just getting it out of the way first. So they have 15 and an 18, so I think I will take the damage from everybody. Uh, your 18 mix? Oh, that's right. 18 is the number. Yes. So, uh, but one of them still gets hit. Yes. 
Well, they both get damage. Just one takes half damage. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Yes. Another nine points would be delightful. I mean, let's see what these buttons do. What do the buttons do? Seven! Seven points of the kind. Okay, one will take seven. One will take three. That was not a good song I picked. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is not their style. I mean, I thought we could do some palate cleansing, but I was wrong. No, no, he's playing Daft Punk, but then the tears are running down his his eyes because they (laughs) broke up, and so he just can't direct it. Fair, fair. Uh, Orbital. Switch to Orbital. Um, Alright, so this hyena tries to hamstring Malgar. Paige, is it daring, daring to make an attack against someone who is not me? I'm, I'm going to make it pay for that. <laughs> and since we've apparently got inspiration coming out of the wazoo, I'm going to go ahead and spend an inspiration on this. Well, wow. wow. Uh, <laughs> are you using 18 over the 18? Mm, bad choice. Bad well choice. Well done. inspiration, Coda. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's going to be eight points of damage. I'll take it. All right. Malgar, I have a 25 to hit you. I'll... I'll... All day and all night. I do 20 points of slashing damage as its teeth uh, tear into your leg. Ah! It will require from you a concentration check, DC 10. I mean, it's a thing we do. Plus six, because I'm so inspiring. Yay! Uh, Twins Wait, or cons? Six? Con. Wait, right, plus five, con. sorry. I was playing a Paladin that has plus six over the weekend. It I was mean, very- it is with gorgeous, but uh, it's con and it's con, plus five. Yeah. Okay. Yay! Big numbers, no whammies. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so close! <laughs> wow! Oh. So close! Wow! Oh! Wow! Oh. 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 See that, Newton? Yes, Malagar no longer has spirit guardians. Nope. It's like it's like the lights come up and everyone's like, "Oh God, the sun's coming it, up." It's the end of the sh- it's the end of the rave and everyone's like, "Oh, can I have uh, work tomorrow?" So Ugh. thirsty. Tomorrow, you so work today. Today, that's true. That's true. You're right. I have work in a couple hours. <laughs> I open. This is really upsetting. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, you will lose your magical shiny aura. The good news is you can cast it right back. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Pick right. a different song. <laughs> All right. Uh, this other yin will attack the Ross. Oh. Oof. Two crits in one combat? Who are you? Damn. Uh, show us. I like it. Owen, does your grandmother love me too? No. Uh, no. no. You have really. no that... mosh ball, sir. Not at that uh, level. Someone check for a navel, please. <laughs> 35 points of damage? Yes. Uh, yes. Ouch. But you're raging, right? So it's only 17. Nope, he is not raging. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So what you get for wasting your bonus actions not raging. It's, yeah. <laughs> I have specifically asked him every turn if that's all he was doing. You know, I, I heard that. I just... In my brain... Yeah. No, it it was the next thing on my list to do. Well, good. You can do it now. 
Again, I'll have to remember, my bonus actions are very valuable. Um, well, Paige, they've, they've done it. This they, They've attacked Malagar, they ended the rave, my dance music, Paige, and, <laughs> like, ow, ow. I'm raging. Oh! Oh, no! Ross right. was like, I was getting down to that! <laughs> like, I can only take so much. So I'm going to attack them with a 24 uh, and hit for, oh, I hit that twice by accident. That's going to be 11 points of damage for the first and attack. Which one are you doing? Uh, the wounded one. The wounded okay. And then the 23 is going to be 11 more points of damage. Nice. All right. You sing in, you swing with a couple <laughs> of swift strokes. Uh, at the hyena, wounding it each time, it, it giggles and yips in pain. Ooh. Alrighty. Uh, that's Ross. Then we have the yellow jeans. Alright. Um, hmm. This yellow jean is going to move to here. And try and attack Malagar. Uh, in this. This yin. Malaga does, does the hip thing successfully this time. You're considered in all four spaces in your mount, right? Right. So as long as I'm basing your mount, I have not drawn an attack of opportunity. Right. Because you're going to go around and get wildfire? Yep. You monster. Does uh, it have to squeeze? Is there anything that happens when that happens? Because it had to shrink down to one square there. Uh, just it, That costs double move. Yeah, and it's got plenty of moves. So. And if it had to stop there... We'd get advantage, but uh, but a fifteen is not going to hit you. Is it? Nope, will not. All right, wildfire, it is your turn. Okay, well, let me measure some things. Oh, are you measuring for a fireball? Well, it's a little rough now because there are five figures in here now. <laughs> are, are you measuring for a fireball though? Yeah. Okay. All right. In that case, I have a present for you. Oh boy. Oh no. Counter spells? No. <laughs> that would be a shitty present. That would be a shitty present. We should have noticed that we can smell gas all around us. Whoa! Whoa! That's no. really cool. Look at that. Wherever you like to see where it's in your fireball. That's hmm. it. We're real. We're real stream now, y'all. Hey, everybody! We can... Yeah. Uh, so I'm Take a... that critical role. Hey, well, well, well. Joe is measuring. Chat would like to know how. How? How is this possible, Paige? Yeah, it's okay, so well, deep magic. Okay, I'll just, I'll just upcast the fireball so I can include everyone in the protection. Oh, okay. Sounds like you're doing an upcharge. Yep. Well, uh, I gotta. I need that spell level to get that one additional <laughs> person who's not affected. That one For ten dollars, you can add shrimp. So I, I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, shellfish don't do it for me. No, no, okay. really. When the fireball I, goes off. I, I wave my heads out, and a magical uh, uh, sprinkle of magic sprays all of my friends, and then I kind of create a bead of fire and just throw it just outside of my feet as it blossoms into a huge conflagration. That is a beautiful description, and I feel like I need to now send this back to the uh, token layer. Oh, it is on the token layer. You can see it. All right. Very much fun. Uh, so let me make some saves. Here is green yin number one. 
Here is green yin number two. Here is yellow yin number one. And here is yellow yin number two. Who those, are you? Those are God! Rolls. Those are all attacks? Those are all attack rolls, not saving throws. Oh, Jesus. My apologies. I was about to say, like, uh, You were very dexterous for a second there. Let's try it again. One, two, three. Oh, that is much better. They all enjoy that 41 points of damage. Now we know it's still Paige. Yes, all right. I think I made up for all the spirit gardens with that, so... <laughs> yes! Yay! Right, I am now bloodied. Oh, Paige, now there's extra crispy yeen in front of me? Like, mm. what are you doing to me? How am I supposed to resist? Can't hold back. But how many herbs and spices? Um, none? I think it's just hyena sweat and dirt at that point. That's also, two herbs and spices. <laughs> also, that counts. Yeah, you think the colonel doesn't include chicken sweat and dirt in his secret herbs and spices? Ooh. Also, Ben, I, I would like to remind that. you, it was Manny that had the uh, pouch of herbs and spices. <laughs> not yeah. Ross. Yep. Alright! That was pretty exciting, Wildfire. That... Okay. that Animated GIF is my GIF. truth. Uh, I is figured that you would. Him? Yes. Oh. The uh, yep. The elementer looks over at uh, at a uh, Victor and kind of like out of his arm forms a sword and kind of oh, looks no. him up and down, smiles, and then attacks more at the creature in front of him. All right. Uh, Seventeen is the number, so that's one hit. Come on, drop it. Do you drop do him. one point of damage? I mean, I'm guaranteed to do one point of damage. In that case, the I poor, do eleven. The poor Aiyanadon slumps to the ground. Wow, we can just go. reaches up for a high five. Wildfire. Oh, you get touch. <laughs> what did it ever do to you? <laughs> Victor's unsure. Well, that's fine. Is... All right. Uh, anything else, Sir Wildfire? Nope, that's it. You're uh, only going to kill half of them, Wildfire? I scooch over a bit, and then I hit it. All right. <laughs> lean, lean. Lean towards nice! nice! Woo! Well, does the 12 get rid of it? Uh, uh... <laughs> nope. All right, Ooh. well... Congratulations, you get that, and you also get a first level smite because I'm contractually obligated, as I was reminded many times. Uh, and then I so you would... do one point of damage with your smite? I deal this many! 36 <laughs> points! <laughs> what? What? I mean, isn't a first level smite two dice? Well, a crit, a crit of a first level smite? Yeah, it's doubled. Oh, sure, sure, sure. There you go. No, but right. isn't it two base, so doubled would be four? Yes, but then I said it's the second level smite. Ron, try to keep up. Oh, it's the second level smite. Man, you yeah, are. Yeah, I fucked up, so I just made it bigger. Come on, man. Oh, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta admire that. Like, go big or go home. Yep. And Goose helped with six points of acid damage. Goose. It right. only it's had just, one hit point. There's left. no kill like overkill. <laughs> <laughs> and then I move over here for the other one that will surely not be alive by the time my turn comes around. Sure. Malagar. Now I got, oh, where did everybody go? There was a crowd here just a moment ago. Smoking, charred, still steaming corpses all around. 
You it's all the fire that was everywhere for a moment ago. You were standing there, and it was very warm, kind of pleasantly yes. warm, but very warm. I do like how the flames lick at my flesh. Mm-hmm. Malaga will just kind of walk away from this one. I will do the thing. Ugh. Its jaws clap shut behind you. Its teeth snapping in the air. And Malaga will just sort of look at it and laugh and go, You don't have much time left, I'm afraid. Uh, and uh, and point out its uh, impending mortality. It should give me a whiz save of eighteen. Uh, and also, I believe Coda has. A, I was going to say, presence. does a does a sentinel attack proc off of a attack of opportunity? Uh, no. Not yet, because it doesn't specify. It doesn't specify. It has to be a certain kind of attack. It's just an attack. I'm going to go ahead and put that nineteen on him for right. fourteen more points of damage. Okay, you only need four. Excellent. But, uh, with that, <laughs> two two more points of damage, though. Wait, get that. All right, yes. <laughs> this sunlight must be really messing Maligar up. Maligar just kind of like like follows up with just like a tap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, uh, Victor. Uh, Victor will swing his great oh. sword, hmm. but he's a little disconcerted by little Victor. And can't really put his full uh, impetus into it. I mean, he left little Victor hanging. He gets what he deserves, ultimately. <laughs> he had the option. He had the option. He would merge, and I'd lose even more of my humanity. But, but they're the same size. Fair. All right. Maybe, maybe original Victor is taller. Uh, and we'll have to see what happens on the rest of your turn next week. No. Oh, my turn is done. Spoilers. It's going to result in a dead hyena dawn. Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll see what Ross is going to do next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So thank you, dear friends, listeners, Hangers on and those that cheer for us despite all of our vast silliness. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. Please, if you can, like, follow, subscribe. Thank you, chat, for inspiration. I'm glad I got to give you a crit that actually went through. Uh, we love having you with us. You are the highlight of our week. We'd like to thank our listeners and supporters. Coda. Uh, let's see, tonight we had a great uh, pity donation from a Maxim. Thank you for those bits again. We'll take your pity, man. We'll take <laughs> And uh, also from the Tuesday night stream, a stranger known as Wolf Paladin with a subscription. Thank you, Wolf Paladin. Thank Whoever you, Wolf Paladin. Could be uh, Mysterious. <laughs> And uh, just a special shout out for Blue Nova joining us right at the end of the stream here. Hey, Blue so Nova! Joining us right at the ending, but uh, be sure to check us out again on uh, next Monday. And Paige, you want to tell us a little bit more about when else they can find us on stream? <gasps> Tuesdays, Paige. That's Tuesdays. Not all Tuesdays. Not all no. Tuesdays. No. Select not, not, Tuesdays. I, 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 Select. Not all Tuesdays. Select Tuesdays. I will also stream some video games. So follow us and find out. So follow us and find out. Please join us next Monday night here on Twitch at 8 p.m. Eastern time to see what happens next. And follow us to, to adventure. adventure! Bye, guys. Love you all. Bye. Bye.